And good evening. Welcome into the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for joining us here on the program this evening. We got a lot of things we're going to go over. I have to welcome in my podcast co-host. He is the man from the upstate that is the biggest Gamecock YouTube fan on the Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is heading to Como this weekend, and he guaranteed us a couple of weeks ago that they were taking home a win because he is going to be there. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Uh, I, I I have an issue with the title of the uh, live stream tonight: a butchering on Bluff Road. Uh, why can't right. we say? Why can't we call it um, blowing it on Bluff Road? We there's really that. no butchering. There's no butchering involved. Well, they butchered the Gamecock defense. That's that's where I went with that jackpot. They Gamecocks were up. Gamecocks, by Gamecocks butchered their defense too. Fair enough. Mattered. Okay, well, we can call it blowing it on Bluff Road if that's what you want. No problem. But the thing is, is we'll get into this in a moment. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's we have to talk about this game and the just the way that it shook out because I am not – like me shaking a turd out of my underwear. Yeah, well, with that, we kind of have to get into how this happened and what – you know, I, I hate to be this guy, but jackpot, you know, uh, we were talking about the offense last season and you actually said, hey, um, things are going to have to change or, you know, you're kind of giving up on these folks. You didn't quit on the team. You were talking about the staff. My big question to you this evening, before we get into our sponsors and everything else, is if the defense if they don't make some changes on defense like they did on offense last season, do you feel the same way heading into the final stretch this season? Oh, no, absolutely not. I will never, I will not uh, ever utter those words again uh, because, you know, I, I just caught so much shit for it last year. You can't just be done with anything. So, fuck it. You know, no, ride or die, bitch. I mean, keep him around. Sign Clayton White up for a lifetime dis. Uh, fucking uh, contract. I, you know, I, I get where you're coming from with that because I understood what you were saying. The simpletons didn't. And they're the ones that held your feet to the fire over it. And they were stupid mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it. But I, I, I knew what you were saying. You were never not going to support your Gamecock football program, but you had had like, all right, I'm not very happy with this fucking coaching staff. I completely understand that, and that's where you were last season. But to be honest, I think the defensive inequities um, that the Gamecocks have this year are far worse than what the offense was last year. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, well, yeah, because the offense, when they showed they had the ability – to put up points. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, we saw it when, with some different play calling and stuff. Um, we kind of changed it up to the Tennessee game, the Clemson game, and they showed they had the ability to put up some points. I don't know that these people have the ability to uh, stop anything, no matter what they do. It's just, it, and it's not all. It, I've got a bad echo. I, I don't know what's going on here. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Go ahead. 
Turn this you know, down. I don't, you know, I, I put a lot of this on the coaching staff, defensive coaching staff, just who they had covering, who it didn't make any sense. But there's some there's some talent issues over there too, and you know we knew we were going to be inexperienced at corner on both sides going in, but. I thought we would have worked those kinks out by now because both of those young men played a lot of snaps last year. O'Donnell Fortune on one side and Marcellus Dow on the others kind of took over for Darius Rush and um, Cam Smith. So, yeah, I figured by this point in the season we'd have that worked out, and we don't have that worked out. Marcellus Dow took yesterday, um, you know, a couple of – Bad pass interference calls cost us. So, you know, and uh, O'Donnell Fortune, same thing. He had a bad PI call as well. Just can't have that. I mean, they're going to call everything. It doesn't like if you touch somebody before the damn ball gets there, they're going to call it anymore. In fact, it's so sad nowadays when I'm watching a football game. I look when I see a pass thrown incomplete for the flag because I know half the time there's going to be one. But, uh, well, I have to say, I was watching a little bit of your stream yesterday, and you actually called it. Um, it was like right there, right before the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter. You said they're going to win, you know, 41-37 or whatever it was. I think I think that's exactly what you said. They're going to win 41-37. to And they ended up winning 41-39 over a safety. But you could just see it coming. I mean, you could – especially watching you in your live stream. I mean, you could really, really see it coming. So, I mean, just a – how disappointing is this loss, Jackpot? I mean, on the on the scale of, you know, we'll go from, I don't know, 10 being losing to the Citadel and one losing to to Georgia by a couple of points. How how, how bad is this loss on the, on the pain scale? Probably, uh, I don't know, probably a six – because look, I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out and come back in. There's a terrible echo. I can't stand it. Yeah, well, nobody hears Unless hears you it. Can fix it on your end. I, I'm, this is aggravating. No, no, no. I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what what the echo is coming from. I mean, uh, nobody yeah, else hears it all the time with all some time. sound issue or something going right. on all the time. Well, I've I got it. I mean, looking at everything here on my end is great. Daniel says what? he hears an echo. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm looking here. I don't see it. Let it fall and never pick it up. It's like fucking food trailer. Yeah. Well, I'm going to All right. Well, if you still hear the echo there, let me know. But either way, um, <clears throat> Devin says he hears it. I don't hear it. So maybe that's. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Let me turn my headset down a little bit. Maybe that. Maybe that's part of it. Um, may, it could be internet connectivity issues too. Who knows at this juncture? The way that shit flies now. So <clears throat> nothing has changed on my end. And maybe just let me bring Jackpot back into the mix here. <sighs> All right, Jackpot. Let's see if that does the trick, buddy. All right. Let's see what's going on. Is that a little better? I don't, I don't, I don't, because I'm not hearing much of anything, but um, I don't know. We'll, we shall see. Okay. Anyway, about a six is what you said there, but do you feel, do you feel like um, there's hope for the rest of the season? Not really. I mean, 
I, I, I mean, I don't. But what, what's? I mean, the schedule does lighten up a little bit. Um, well, after the two road games, you got the schedule lightens up a little bit. Um, and you know, going, you know, going into the the ass end of the season, um, <coughs> with the exception of you, you've got your your Vanderbilt game and your Jacksonville State game, which should be wins. I mean, the rest I mean, of the them rest are, of them. Up for grabs. You got a lot of people talking about winning five games. I don't know where they think the fifth win is going to come from. Um, you know, the Clemson game at the end of the year. Clemson, when you look at the Missouri, the Texas A&M, and the Kentucky team, which are all likely losses, Clemson is the is the most likely most win likely. out of the bunch. I mean, they're. I mean, but all three of those teams are better than Clemson. So, um, um, that's that's just a fact. That's just a fact. I can't believe, well, I can't believe up, they're opening up as a uh, favorite at, at Miami, which is – why Vegas is still showing them respect, I have no clue. But um, Well, I mean, it's not like Miami's this this beacon of hope, my friend. I don't think – I mean, you think well, Miami's that great? Miami's not good, but, I mean, it is a road game. I don't know. They, they, I mean, there'll be 12 people there. Well, actually, they probably won't. Those hillbillies will probably go down there, you know, load up the damn thing. Look like the damn Beverly hillbillies loading up the damn truck and riding into South Beach or wherever it is, wherever the fuck that stupid stadium is. They play. God damn it! Well, they play in, and um, and, um yeah, yeah, probably about ten or fifteen thousand of them. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I gotta, I've gotta do our research on that game, but um. When I step back, though, I just I, I I still think Clemson's the better team. We'll get into that momentarily. Let's take care of our sponsors first. Callaway's Bar. And Austin Grill Wagner West. says Clemson owns Carolina. Jack Knott. Who is Jack Knott? I guess that's me, or maybe he doesn't know how to type. Thirty-one thirty, Austin. Hmm. Anyway, there's that. Um. <laughs> anyway, you also have uh. Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. They sponsor the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. I have uh, I was updating the standings when uh, the show was getting ready to start. I'll have them set for you by the end of the night. You should have gotten your email with however many picks you got correct. I got six this week. Jackpot got seven. And the best part about that is that it was uh, – we had, we had an actual push this week with uh, Oregon and Washington, which yeah. kind of throws everybody yeah. off Jackpot. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was kind of disappointing. There, there was a couple of there were some dif- disappointments on there. I ended up, I think, with seven uh, correct picks, which was a pretty right. decent week. Um, down Rutgers, uh, Michigan State game, uh, missed that one by a couple of points. I think it was Rutgers actually came from down. They were down twenty-four to six uh, with like twelve minutes to go in that game, and they came back. They scored three touchdowns. In six minutes, I don't know if you were able to catch any of that or not. Yesterday, that was a noon game, right? Um, I caught a little bit of it, but yeah. I think you, I think you messaged me about it, but yeah, yeah, Ruck, uh, yeah, it was twenty four six. Then Michigan State just dropped the damn punt in the end zone, so Rutgers covered that for a touchdown. Then on the next drive, Michigan State throws an interception, and Rutgers scored in like three plays. Then. On the ensuing kickoff, Michigan State just the kid just doesn't he doesn't cover 
the kickoff. I mean, he doesn't go over there to get it. He doesn't fair catch it or anything. So Rutgers just comes out there and jumps on it. They got the ball back on like the 20-yard line, and they score. Then they go up 24-21, and that was still with like eight minutes left. And the son of bitches couldn't score again after that scoring melee, so they didn't cover the damn spread for us. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you got seven correct, and basically seven out of ten with the push. That is a hell of a week, sir. Damn hell of push. a week. Even got the shitter right. I haven't gotten the shitter game right for a while. Uh, not on my end. Um, so Virginia Tech kind of dominated Wake Forest a little bit. And I also, I messaged Rob this afternoon. I said, I told him about that damn Pitt Louisville yesterday. Damn it. Uh, and I was going to place a wager on that too. And then I forgot about it and it was too late. But uh, yeah, Pitt with the uh, victory outright, outright. Uh, on the road or at home, excuse me, against Louisville. Right, crazy. I, I, I didn't expect Louisville to go through the season undefeated, which is basically what you put in the text message. But I didn't think that Pitt was going to be the team to beat them. But there's there were so many games yesterday that didn't just didn't make any sense. <clears throat> I mean, not only the South Carolina game, but I mean there were other games that you look at and you're like. I mean, how the how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Louisville losing, uh, Notre Dame just fucking around and beating the hell out of Southern Cal. Uh, Caleb Williams throwing three, three was it three first half ints? Yeah, that, that'd be badass. Yeah, I mean that was that was impressive to say they the beat, least. They beat that ass. That was um yeah, and I I mean. I, I thought Notre Dame would win, and I mean I thought it was going to be a close one. I thought we were, you know, in for a good game, but um, yeah, they um, they took them to the woodshed. Really wasn't even close ever. God, forty-eight to twenty. Yeah, wow. what a mess! What an absolute mess! Our boy uh, uh, Marshawn Lloyd was held to, well, uh, well, he actually, uh, well. He rushed eight times for 46 yards, averaged 5.8 yards a carry. He did score a touchdown, but uh, he had a long of, let's see, he had a run, a long of 31. Let's see if that's where, a 31-yard touchdown run. Other than that, he didn't do dick. You take that away, he had a, a terrible uh, average. So, once again, it's like I try to tell everybody, uh, once he started playing some real competition, He'd turn Taffy soft. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be hurt before long, and I'm not saying I want him to be hurt, but that that's how he rolls. Uh, so yeah, he, he generally has a torn vagina from game eight on. Scott says he hit the like button because he couldn't hit the love button. Thank you for that, Scott. Um, yeah, thank you. We we appreciate everyone that, that sends us super chats and all that, and by God, we put your name on the bottom of the screen because you're important. But, hey, if you can't do that and you're just enjoying the show – just hit the damn like button. That helps us, uh, you know, get into people's feeds and everything else. And you, really, you know who, what team, what family was giving me some of the most shit yesterday uh, after the thing was over and laughing and doing the laughing point thing was the Tennessee Vols fans. Uh, they're get, they were getting on. I mean, and actually, I, and, and no offense to anybody in the chat here because the Vol fans we got over here are, are in general, you're pretty good. And, you know, I like you guys. But you, you, we had Tennessee people getting in the comment section on the Shane Beamer <coughs> press conference YouTube video. I uh, for what I don't know. Just typing "Go Vols," 
and laughing about this loss. And I'm like, motherfuckers. I'm like, you just sat here less than one calendar month ago and got blown out by the same damn team. I, I mean, what, you know, you know, where do you come up with this stuff? I don't know. Anyway, I like, um, it's funny because my wife is in Myrtle Beach tonight with uh, my daughter who's playing in the uh, the lower state golf tournament tomorrow. So I'm having to be super dad here with the kids. But that's why I turned my mic off a second so I can talk to my son. But it is funny that there are some petty folks that are out there that are like that. But, I mean, Gamecock fans last night were pissed. We'll get into that in a moment. Let's thank DNC Trucking yeah. and Transport first. Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Dennis Wilson sponsors the show. Uh, Dennis is a property relocation manager. He can take your shit and move it. Pretty much simple as that. But he also sponsors the Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. All right. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. We lost to Sunbelt Billy at home. On homecoming, we're staring down the barrel of a 4-8 and eight season. I will cry real tears in the real Columbia this weekend. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. We appreciate Dennis sponsoring the program. All right, so Jackpot, the fan base, I posted some of them today on the uh, the Facebook page. There are people that are out there now on, and I know it's the message board crowd, but is the, the temperature of the Gamecock fan base basically, you know, F Kevin White or F Clayton White and – they screwed the season over and we're wasting Spencer Rattler and we should fire Ray Tanner. Is that, is that kind of the, how some of the fan base feels you think? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is an epic. I haven't seen, I haven't seen ineptitude on the defensive side of the football like this. And granted, I mean, some, even some of Will Muschamp's teams, like the last ones, he was supposed to be the guy, a defensive guru, the guy. But they give up like 800 yards in his final game against Ole Miss. It was horrible. But I, it, even some of those performances were not as bad as what I saw the last six minutes of that game yesterday. I mean, fuck. How the fuck, how the fuck do you get – do you lose a 10-point lead with what, fucking five minutes left and the other teams, Sunbelt Billy has handed us that shit on a silver fucking platter by you, by the dumbass used all three of his damn timeouts for no damn good reason at all. He used up all his damn timeouts, and you still could uh, oh, I don't know. Well, I, I hate to do this to you, Jackpot, but the Florida fans are coming here. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, man. I told you I was going to call back. I told y'all that the Gators was coming to South Carolina and whoop on my ass. I told y'all. Congratulations. Uh, Two-point whoop ass whipping. So, uh, Octavian, hold on, well, sir. Uh, Every I'm not going to do that. We lost. I'm not going to be like the Clemson fans. No, Major. 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 no, I, no I, I can say this. Octavian, you say you're going to whip everybody's ass every fucking game. Congratulations. You got one correct, sir. Yeah. I mean, you, were, you kept swinging at the ball, and finally it hit the wall and stuck. So. Yeah. And, 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 and sink it, sandstorm in the locker room. USC. 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 Hey, wait a minute. Octavian. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I owe wait, you really? something, too, by the way. 
if uh, the YouTube chat and people will indulge me for just a second, I'm going to, uh, th this might sound a little bit fucked up because I'm having to kind of read it off of a, a prompter here, but I, I told him I would sing the Florida fight song and I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do my best with this too, by the way, and hopefully y'all can hear this music. Okay. So give a cheer for the orange and blue, waving forever, ever pride of old Florida. May she never. Well, I'll sing a song for the today. Cheer for the today. On to the goal, we'll fight our way for Florida. So give a cheer for the orange and blue. Waving forever, ever, forever flight of old Florida. May she droop never. We'll sing a song for the flag today. Cheer for the team at play. On to the we'll fight our way for Florida. Yes, go! Go, Gator! Sucks ass. Oh, Gators. That's right. Jesus Christ. There you go, gang. All yes. right, I'll tell you. I, Congratulations, sir. I can, I can say this to you like I said to the Tennessee fans. You won your Super Bowl. Congratulations, Octavian. We, we did not win the Super Bowl. We got Georgia in two weeks. That's our Super Bowl. We're going to beat the Georgia Bulldogs in two weeks. I promise you. John Cena is going to go off on this. Okay, uh, Octavian, before you go, I mean, I have to, I have to ask you here. You said that your fans or your your players were singing "Sandstorm" in the fucking locker room. Was that was that really happening? Yes, USC, 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 USC. What? How fucking far have you fallen? When Tim Tebow was out there winning the Heisman Trophy, to now you beat South Carolina. You know, Uncle Lou uses the term poverty program. That's what the fuck you are. It's USC, ridiculous. USC. USC, USC. <laughs> yeah, we had fun trolling the Carolina fans yesterday, didn't we? You're, you're, you're terrible, brother. You're, you're tired. I, I, you know what? I, I used to have respect for the Florida program, but the especially the way that they're handling this, like y'all hadn't been anywhere before. Y'all are a fucking shit. USC. <laughs> we beat the South Carolina game because now we're about to beat the Georgia Bulldogs in two weeks, sir. You think you're beating them in two weeks? All right, fine. Hey, if you beat Georgia, I'll sing the goddamn Florida fight song. All right? There you go. Mark that down. <laughs> if, not, if not, you're going to come on the program and say we're a poverty fucking program. Fair enough? We're, 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 we're going to win. I'm telling you right now. Are you going to take the wager or not? If the yes, I'm going to take the wager. Let's take the wager. If not, you're going to take the program, and you're going to say, we are a poverty fucking program. When we win, when you're going to win the fight song. Right, but once they beat, once they throat fuck you and treat you like a cum slut. Oh, listen, the Georgia Cream Puffs is not going to be this. The Georgia Cream Puffs will not be this. Two straight national. They softest cotton. Cream puff. 
Listen, we're gonna snatch the we're gonna snatch the we're gonna snatch the SEC championship trophy from them in Jacksonville. We're gonna snatch it away from them like they're a kid at the candy store. Oh my God, Octavian, I understand being a fan, but this is fucking stupid, dude. We're stealing the trophy from them. I'm telling you. Okay. We have a wager, sir. You beat the Georgia Bulldogs. I'll sing your fucking fight song. If not, you're going to come on here and tell us you're a poverty program. Well, I'm telling you, you better better learn the lyrics. Learning shit. I'm going to pull it up like jackpot. You're going to learn the lyrics. Learning shit. Have a good night, Octavian. Congratulations. Go Gators and beat the Bulldogs. Well, I... I gotta tell you, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia is coming closer and closer. It seems like to finally uh, shit in the bed and losing one. Um, Thirty-seven twenty yesterday with Vandy. Vandy, come on, Vandy's Vandy's terrible. That's uh, Justin. Welcome to the program, sir. How you doing, guys? Hey buddy, how are you? You good? Hey guys, it was a tough, it was tough loss yesterday, man. Some of my friends are not happy about this loss. They're they're not happy at all. You're all right about that, sir. No, yeah, no. Westar, yeah, Westar said he was crazy. He he looked kind, of, he looked like he kind of angry at somebody. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into that in a moment, but it, you know, it, it. I mean, they had the game. It wasn't like. It wasn't like this whole thing of, you know, lack of depth and all that shit that we normally have with South Carolina. It wasn't that at all. They oh, had them in a nutsack, and instead of ripping it off and throwing it at them, they massaged it. Is basically oh, yeah. what happened. That's yeah. true. Yeah, hey, if I go today's my birthday. Happy birthday, Justin! Happy birthday! Thank you. Hey, good birthday to you. Right. Well, good man. I'm glad. I hope you went to church and had all that good stuff happen to you today, man. Good luck to your yeah. game, Cox, the rest of the season, sir. You too. Take care, guys. Stay strong. Go right. game, Cox. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Um, I, I'd like to want, I wonder what the percentage is of teams that are up by 10 with uh, five minutes to go in ball games. What is the percentage of those teams that win? Uh, it's got to be like at 95%. At home, it's got to be even higher. I mean, you have to literally – like fuck your sister for that to, and, and for, to mess that up. I mean, it's terrible. All right, let's add this Tennessee fan to the program. Hello, sir. What about it? What's up? What do you have for the program this evening, sir? I just want to say that uh, Joe Milton reads defenses like a fucking five-year-old little retard, uh, and he needs to fucking go back to Michigan. Where the fuck he came from? Because he fucking sucks. And we need to put the five-star fucking Nico in. Put Nico in. He can't get no damn worse. He threw for 100 yards. We had more penalty yards than passing yards. And still found a way to beat those faggots. Tell me how that happened. Sir, can I, can I ask you a question? I understand you're upset. But do you like Josh Heupel? Yes, I, I, I love Josh Heupel. All right, you love Josh Heupel. Then maybe you should respect his decision that this guy can't be your fucking quarterback 
No, Josh. I think I think Josh is afraid that the locker room he's gonna lose the locker room if he if he takes Joe out. I think he's afraid. I think he's afraid. Everybody loves Joe so fucking much. Respectfully, sir, you don't go to practice every day. None of us really do. If oh, shut the fuck up. up. You don't go to fucking practice. You ain't seen a fucking practice build in 30 fucking years, you fat fucking tater man. Don't be talking <laughs> about me, goddamn. I don't know about practice and shit. You ain't fuck. All you've seen is donuts and goddamn glory holes the last fucking 20 years, you, you fat you fuck. Like you've had you, you ain't seen nothing but fucking donuts and glory holes, you fat fucking retard bitch. You, you, How about you, that? You, you, Suck you a dick, you irrelevant poverty. Poverty program, poverty. Watch, fuck you, Rob. You stupid. Here's the thing, you stupid fuck. Let me go. He's gonna go away, but let me make sure that I uh, initiate a couple of things here. First of all, (laughs) fucking breakfast. Second of all, I've been to more fucking practices than you'll ever fucking dream of, motherfucker. I went to every goddamn practice that Steve Spurrier had for the final three seasons at South Carolina. You go fuck your dog and shut your mouth. All right. That, like, that, that, that took like this up. huge. That took this huge left turn. No, I just asked him. All I asked him was the question: Was do you like fucking Josh Heupel? I love him. Well, you don't like his fucking decision. That's because you're a fucking cunt and you don't know anything about football. You don't know <laughs> shit about football. Fucking oh, fool. Oh. You are a you. Are, that's see. This is the thing. There are people like fucking Billy over there that are fucking great Tennessee fans, and they're not bad folks. Then you have dumb fucks like that guy. I hope you fucking set yourself on fire and die. Next caller, okay, please. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Brandon, welcome to the program. Oh, uh, what's going on, guys? What's up? How are you? I don't know how, I, don't know how I can follow that one. Oh, yeah. Well, here's here's the thought. All you have to do is string together a coherent sentence and not be a fucking pussy bitch, and you're going to be 80 times better than that caller ever dreamed of being. What do you have for the I show? Want you to, I want you to clip that part out. We need to post that tomorrow as a separate video. Yeah, so, I'm not uh, posting that on anything except for a fucking prophylactics box. Every time his dad looks at him, he wishes he had one more quarter so he could fuck that crack whore with a condom and not end up having a fucking 35-year-old mistake. I mean, I, 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 I flipped out on the part when he called you a fat tater fuck when he's sitting here with a double chin flapping the whole damn time he says it. I mean, come on. See, and and here's, the thing. here's the thing. He wants to sit here and run his mouth and say that I, I'm like this this massively fat fuck. I deadlift 600 fucking pounds. I back squat 400 fucking pounds. I run a fucking miles every goddamn day. So all you stupid fucks can't even get off the fucking couch. But yeah, you want to sit here. Oh, Rob's a fat fuck. Go fuck yourself. That's where I'm at with all that shit. You want to sit here? You want to walk Kale and I? You all can literally piss on your own fucking foot. What was that jackpot? You said you had a hat that said lard ass on it that you couldn't find? Actually, I think he does. I, I do have one. It says American lard ass. Yeah, that's what um, it was. But I, no. It's here somewhere. I, only wore, I only wore it like once. It's around the house somewhere. I need to find that thing. I wasn't even gonna I wasn't even gonna call in tonight, but I, I kinda caught a little bit of that uh, that, that last conversation. 
this past weekend in the A&M game, I think I, I about had a heart attack. I remember coaching decisions made by Josh Heupel that were absolutely uh, what, damning. What did he think? What did he think that made you upset? Because I, I heard there were some folks that were upset right. with him. Something that's real. You don't like Milton. Nobody with half a brain likes Milton. I mean, he when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. He can hit the dink and dunk passes all day. But dink and dunk passes aren't going to carry you through a whole season of football. What got me so worked up Saturday is on fourth and two, you decide to go for it instead of kicking a 31-yard field goal, right? And then you want to go for it and kick a 51-yard field goal. Like, you, you skip on the 31-yard field goal, but you decide to take a shot at the 51-yarder. I mean, that makes any sense. sense whatsoever. And I'm, I'm, I get going for it on fourth and short, especially playing Texas a and Yeah, I get it, but it's just – and then you're doing it back-to-back back over and over again. It, it was it was just bad coaching, bad coaching. But I've always he had a history good history of that. what he does. Josh Heupel has a – contrary to what, it, what people might think, Josh Heupel has a very good track record. He's had success everywhere he's been, not only as an offensive coordinator but as a head coach. But he has this mentality of he makes decisions like that is what I'm trying to say. I'm not ripping the guy. I'm just saying in his mind, you know, he's going to do things like that that are going to frustrate a face. And I, I, and, I, and I look at it like this, too. Like, if, if your football team has the success that his football team has running the ball, I mean, they're putting up 200-plus yards on everybody they play. The big, vaunted, Aggie defense. Man, you got sliced up like fucking Swiss cheese. I, I, I get going for it on fourth and two, uh, and you're right in your own territory. I get it, but the calls after that were just unexplicable. But um, jackpot, I can't get out of here without touching on the Carolina-Florida game. Man, believe it or not, as much crap as I was talking, I was rooting for you guys to to, to finish off Sunbelt Billy, and I just – that all boils back down to coaching too. I, I think Clayton White's the biggest problem. I don't think it's the offense at all. I mean, the offensive line's gotten a little bit better, but yeah, I mean, White, yeah, I mean, White's they only gave up. They gave up one sack yesterday. Clayton White's got to go point blank, period. Um, but do you wait? Do you fire him now and possibly lose recruits, or do you just wait to the end of the season? Because well, no, well, well, here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. If y'all remember that video I did back in August, they one kid, uh, Jalewis Solomon, who had committed to Auburn that we thought was going to commit to South Carolina, and I kind of lost it and went off on him and Hugh Freeze and all that. That guy decommitted, and then to this afternoon, he commits to South Carolina. After that, he brought, he was at the game yesterday, probably saw that shit defensive performance say, shit my ass, going to be starting next year. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly why I believe that he committed so quickly uh, after decommitting to Auburn. I mean, shit. It that that's just crazy though. I mean, you you I think mean, you'd be losing recruits? You're picking them up. I I mean, I look at it from a point of you just kind of hit on it. I mean, there's a there's a nine out of ten chance, eight out of ten chance that you're gonna go into Carolina and you're gonna start. I'm not knocking the program at all, but I'm saying with the defense that is as porous, atrocious at times as theirs, when you get you get decent caliber talent, the first thing in these kids' mind is. All right, I get to come in and I get to start in the SEC and probably as a freshman or or a transfer. Um, and I think that's a lot of the thought behind it. But yeah, Clayton yeah. White's got to go. He, I mean, yeah, right I just there. I don't. And, uh, I mean, other than not coaching them up, I mean, just the schemes yesterday they were calling. 
on that 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 final touchdown, that touchdown pass that, that sealed the deal. I don't I don't understand why why you have a safety on Florida's wide receiver one. That don't make no. Why sense. are you playing three? Why are you playing three safeties to begin with? And yeah, they're playing. I was <clears throat> I was talking to somebody earlier about that. The putting your players in position to be successful is obviously not not keen and and Clayton White's mind because you should never have a safety on a slot really on a receiver period um and they've been doing that all, I don't know if it's some kind of experiment or what but with, with those three safeties and, and and playing them up like that I just you're getting sliced up every single Mississippi State did it to you Mm-hmm. Get it to you. Graham Mertz, honestly, I mean, he's better than I thought. I'll, I'll give credit. He's been better, but he's still not a good quarterback. He's better than I thought he would be, but he's still an, he's still an average-ass quarterback. He is, 100%. Mr. Mr. I mean, Wisconsin. He's better than my Joe Milton, but uh, <laughs> still, he uh, he shouldn't have been able to throw for that many yards. That's absolutely embarrassing. No, no, 438 oh, oh. yards. The uh, Beamer did say in his press conference that they called up a lot of pressure – but they just didn't do it. I don't know what the hell that means. What I don't the fuck know what does that mean? Are you I not mean, coaching yeah. them up, or are they, are your players just can't perform? I mean, they can Called, tell you to, but they didn't do it. Is what he said. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to, he needs to watch. He needs to watch what he says and watch his attitudes <laughs> in post game press conference. And I'm telling you, what, I'm not even a Carolina fan, but you just got done getting your ass whipped. You you need to sit there and, and take these questions. I mean, they're they're hard questions. Nobody wants yeah, to answer them. Yeah, if you notice, I said that today in the video I made on the subject. The very first question that was fired at him, he's like, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you what's wrong, Ray. Uh, we did blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Dude, I mean, it's like calm down." I'm like, "If you just took an ass whipping, you're gonna they're gonna be grilling you with some questions that you ain't gonna like to hear." And you ain't going to want to have an answer. They pay you a lot of fucking money to sit there and answer those questions. Be a professional. Let me, let me give you this, too. When it comes to being in a press room and things like that, they're going to pick the people that they know that are going to feed them the softballs. They also know that they're going to have questions that they're going to have to answer, but they're going to give give it to the people that will feed it to them the absolute best. So, they can tee up something and hit it out of there. It's just the way that they do things. They try to control the message. Hey, Brandon, I appreciate you being on, man. We got lots of folks waiting, nobody. Um, I'm going to move Absolutely, on, right? Man. Thank you, Brandon. Yep. Joining the show. All right, Sporty is next. Hey, uh, Sporty, what's, what's going on, on, buddy? Yeah, uh, South Carolina fan and student here. Uh, just piss poor, embarrassing, uh, sad performance yesterday. Uh, Clayton White's uh, got to go. I mean, I – do my own YouTube stuff. Uh, I'm not sure what to do, but uh, at first well, I was hold thinking, on, hold on, sir. What's your YouTube thing, man? Uh, I, I'm a, I'm under the title of uh, Shamecock Sporty. Uh, that's my channel name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody, go follow Shamecock Sporty. I get Who gives a yeah. shit if they troll you? If they troll yeah. you and they call up yeah. and say things about you, they're just ignorant anyway. So who gives a shit? Go yeah, follow uh, follow him or message me and I'll put it in the next show description. So can follow yeah, you, I sir. Cover, yeah, I cover mostly uh, South Carolina football and then uh, try try to cover a little bit of college football uh, as a whole. But uh, uh, not happy after yesterday. I mean, almost. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a collapse that bad uh, like in a long time, and I've seen pretty bad collapses. 
Yeah, they did. Um, you know, yep. I was talking about 2014. That's probably, I mean, you are probably a lot younger then, but in 2014, they had a horrible defense like that. And, dude, we lost, We blew three 14-point leads that year with, like, two minutes left against uh, Mizzou. We yep. blew one against uh, Tennessee, and we blew one against somebody else. I can't even – I can't remember who it was. It may have just been those two, but, I mean, that was enough. Um, it, it was it was terrible. Um, well, if you remember, that, though, that reminded me of, reminded me of yesterday. If you remember, though, that, that season, Jackpot, you had a um, uh, you had a record-breaking year as far as the offense goes. If I remember right – who was the quarterback? Uh, Thompson. Dylan Thompson. For the most yards. Dylan. Yeah, he had the most yards ever for South Carolina that year. Yeah. So, defense was terrible. <clears throat> We're not going to have the record we had in 2014. I believe we had a seven win season in 2014. It was six yeah. and six. Full win. Well, maybe. You beat in the game. Yeah. 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 yeah it's we, good. Beat, we beat Al Golden. Well, uh, Sporty, you're in Columbia. I'm invite you to the live show. If you uh, can make it over to Callaway's in West Columbia, let us know. We'll have a microphone set up there, and you can uh, talk about your program, all that good stuff in front of the folks the day after Thanksgiving. But it's nice to have uh, some oh, students uh, join the program, Jackpot. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Uh, keep it up. Uh, go Cox. There you go, man. All right, there you go. Got uh, got some students joining the show, Jackpot. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have, we have a former uh, student in uh, Rob as SEC bias that comes on, a former Clemson student. Ah. Yeah. Uh, let's add Ronald to the program. Ronald, what's up, buddy? What's going on? What's happening, Rob? How you doing? What's up, Kale? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Good. What you got for the program, man? Nothing. The Tennessee guy that talking shit to you, he's never obviously seen your guns, Rob. I mean, I'm being <laughs> honest. No, it's Nothing. just it's just, it's hilarious to me that the first thing that someone's like, "Oh, you're a fat ass." Well, you know what? I fucked your mom. She liked me. She likes the fat. <laughs> it's the first thing that comes out of an ignorant motherfucking person's mouth. I guarantee you I've gotten more pussy than that guy will ever fucking dream of. But he's sitting here and he's like, oh, you're a fat fuck. Fuck you, dude. No, you support no, no, you in a property program. Clemson's won 10 straight games, 10 games every year for the past 13 fucking years. And yet Clemson's a damn a poverty program. Fuck off. Rob, Rob. Right. Right. What, what you what, what you say? What you say is I'm more ass on accident than you ever. Yeah. Well, I, I I can't. It's funny. It's just hilarious. And like, but anyway, and I, I just wanted to bring up the simple fact of I told Kale two weeks ago, even on Twitter, and I probably when I've gone back and forth on Twitter, before, but our defense is an issue. <laughs> you think? It's what a mess. All right, man. We we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, man. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, there's that. 
Uh, shoot him. So, look, I don't know what the deal is with the echo thing. The uh, for some reason, when someone else comes up, it does that. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at my my stuff here, and everything is running smoothly. You guys see it over here. Hold on. So, but jackpot. You know, the defense is an issue. I'll give you that. But you know, can we talk a minute about uh, your next matchup with Mizzou? They went and beat the holy piss out of Kentucky. Yeah, well, I mean, in the second, I mean, uh, second half they did. Uh, they were trailing fourteen nothing in that game to start, and they uh, made some adjustments, came back, and uh, yeah, thirty eight twenty one. Yeah, what? Yeah, a, I, don't, what a, I don't know what um, you know. Devin Leary is, you know, that, that I mean, Kentucky has no quarterback, and that's their problem. I mean, they can't. They have some decent wide receivers. Uh, to complement that running game, they don't have anybody that can get them the football. Which is uh, that guy, Devin Leary, might be worse than that kid that they had playing quarterback last year uh, that we beat. That when everybody said, "Well, we love it for it. they're missing their quarterback," they don't ever knew one um, that game. Uh, this guy might he, Leary may be worse than that kid was. Yeah, I look. I, I think that. When you look at Mizzou, though, they've got um, – I think Cook is playing like a, a pretty good SEC quarterback. And, you know, from the Mazzodcast there, they're on the Cook train now, but at the beginning of the season they weren't. And Luther Burden is, is a heck of a player. And I wonder how the Gamecock defense is going to match up with him. Are they going to try to bring a safety over the top? What are they going to do to try to slow him down? Because one of the stats that was interesting to me yesterday, Florida was a, is a team that wants to run the ball a good bit. Florida finished with 71 yards on the ground yesterday because they knew they yep. could pick the middle yep. of the field and just move the ball down the field like that, which I thought was interesting. And I wonder if Mizzou is going to try to do the same thing. Uh, yeah, I mean – yeah, that's um, yeah, well, that, you know, they they're definitely. I mean, their passing game, I think, is definitely more lethal than what Florida's was. But then again, I mean, we, you know, Florida showed me some stuff yesterday that I haven't seen from them all year. I mean, you know, no one thought that we put those kind of points up on the scoreboard. And this South Carolina Missouri game, I'm telling you, there are yards there to be had for South Carolina. There are points to be had for South Carolina. This game's opened up. We're up, we're a six and a half point underdog on the road. I mean, I thought it would be double. I thought it would be a fourteen point underdog. We're six and a half point underdog. I'm still, and yet they're six and one. I mean, I like Mizzou and all that. I like the guys that do the podcast and all, but I'm still not convinced that they're that good of a football team. <clears throat> I'm just not. I mean, they haven't beaten anybody. I mean, to their credit, they haven't played anybody. That's not their fault. It's the way the schedule shots out, but. I, I'm still not sold on them until I see them take down a, a Tennessee or somebody of that ilk. Um, you still, I'm still not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, impressed. Just well, not. In, in fairness, do you think that, do you think, and I, I know we talk about it, you could go up there and it could be nothing that they did. It'd be what South Carolina did. Is it going to be that kind of game where South Carolina shoots themselves in the foot or, Mizzou just takes it to them. 
I, 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 I'm telling you, I've, I've been around, I've watched this scenario happen enough times. And with under Beamer, it seems like they respond to these losses. It seems like they respond well. So, I mean, I think you're in for, you're in for another uh, good ball game tomorrow or next week. I just, I feel that. Ray, thanks for joining the program. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Good buddy, what's up? Hey man, jackpot! I could not believe that man. Of all the teams, not the damn Gators. I mean, come on, I'm, I'm an FSU fan, and I, anytime they play anybody, I hope they lose. And I was, I was so hoping you guys would take care of business, but I don't know, man. I just makes me wonder, man. When you're when you've got what was it a nine or a ten point lead with about. Eight ten minutes to go in the ball game, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About five minutes so, to go. Five minutes five. left. Oh, excuse me, five minutes. Oh man, that's even that's even worse. But, but I, I just I just don't get it, man. I mean, is it just did they just shit the bed? Was it coaching? Was it players? Offensively, it looks like they played decent, but I don't know, man. I don't get it, and I was certainly hoping they'd win and. Clemson almost screwed the pooch, not this last week, the week before. I was hoping like hell they would just thump the shit out of Wake and then, the, what was it, 17 to 12, almost shit the bed. I could not believe yeah. it, but we'll probably get our ass whipped this week. Duke will probably kill us, but I don't know. If if they get the quarterback back, I, I'm concerned about that game. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, Florida State looked pretty impressive yesterday, so – I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if Duke doesn't, you know, if, if Riley Leonard doesn't play for them, I wouldn't worry too wouldn't much. Worry too much. Well, that's the thing, well, Jackpot. If he does play, he's a, he's one of the better players in the country. So we'll yeah. see how it works out. But we've yet to play our best game, so hopefully we could play a better game than, than we have all year. All right, have a great day, guys. <laughs> you believe this in 2023, we're – we got highly fans of highly ranked teams worried about playing Duke. What kind of world are we living in, sir? It's the Twilight Zone. Big yeah. Barney Ross, he says he's taking uh, South Carolina to beat Mizzou. <clears throat> that would be the that would be the Mizzou thing to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you step back and you think about it for a second. Um, Mizzou could like beat one big team and then all of a sudden come back and lose to Wyoming. They've done that. Really yeah, happened. they lost. They the season. That was the year that Kelly Bryant was played for, and they lost to um, Wyoming. Uh, Lawnmower Man says uh, Mizzou has the better coach for sure. Get the fuck out of here. Well, As, if you uh, look, Brock Lee told me earlier in a comment <clears throat> made on the past video that guy probably has more book uh, uh, books or bu more boxes of comic books in his basement than he does wins at Missouri. Uh, in in fairness, though, you both play an SECE schedule, and his re and Beamer and this guy got hired at the same time. He has no, less. Time. Well, was he got a year more than Beamer does? He has a year yeah. on. Yes. Okay. Well, he. I mean, he's he's done some impressive things with basically a program that, in my opinion, is funded a lot less than South Carolina, and with less talent. He's won one once in games. I mean, he really has. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It's 
Uh, I, I, over in the uh, comment section, Bill Valentine, not sure if he's any kin to Greg the Hammer Valentine, says, Jack Pot, two words, you over your crying. What, what have I cried about? I, I certainly didn't cry yesterday. And that game was over. I put my head down and I put it right back up. I'm like, fuck it. It's over. We lost. Just like <laughs> I said we would. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know where the Gamecocks go from here. But something that I was talking with Tim Frisbee about, the former Gamecock receiver, last night. You know, you have to worry about if some of the players that are upperclassmen are like, you know what? Why do I want to go out there and play in this, and you know, be on a team that is, you know, may may finish five and seven, four and eight, six and six, whatever. I mean, it's not not what they thought they were going to do at the beginning of the season. I wonder if there's going to be some guys that are going to check out like a Jaheim Bell did last year. Something to think about. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I, I, uh, some, I've i had people tell me what, what would happen if Rattler sits the rest of the year. That, that's not happening. I mean, th- this guy, I mean, you, I mean, you got NFL scouts and stuff looking at you. I mean, that's not uh, – you just can't do that. Um, that's not, I don't think you can do that either. But no, hey, on, I don't. He's he's more of a leader than that, right? But on the other side, you get a look at Sellers. You get to see what he gets to do. You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, and I'm hearing that too. And in, in, in the comment sections on these videos, what are you going to do next year? You ain't going to have no quarterback. You're losing Spencer Rattler. Uh, have you seen Norris Sellers play? Um, yeah, kid looks pretty damn good to me. Yeah. Um, we we haven't been blowing anybody out. That's why he hasn't had any more of an opportunity to play. Um, but well, I mean, he's been pretty dang impressive when he does. One more thing on that: next season, you you've had this season where you've got your your two freshmen that are playing uh, tackle. Yeah, uh, they're they're going to be seasoned. So next year, I mean, you know, they're going to have all that coaching from this year into next year. The offensive line should be a strength for South Carolina next year. Really should. Yeah, they should be much better. Should be much improved. Um, All right, Bob, I'm going. Peg and Megan told me today that our uh, left tackle would start at both high schools. Um, he was starting. He was a five star, I do believe, starting at a high school last year or a high four star. Yeah, you got to take what he says with a grain of salt. I think Peg and Megan just says whatever the hell the the first thing that comes to his mind, to be quite honest. Well, yep. well, well, Peg and Megan is a eunuch, so you can't really take anything he says seriously. Well, so, you want to know? You want to know that burning noise you just heard? That's Peg and Megan looking through a dictionary to see what a eunuch is. He's just flipping through that thing as fast as he can. He's he's trying to find the U, but it doesn't start with a U, sir. So he can't figure out where it is. He thinks I made up the word. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brock says the worst part about this season is Jackpot's last season. I didn't know this that Jackpot was going to stop liking football once the season ended. What are you talking about? Jackpot will be 85 years old on his deathbed yelling about the fucking quarterback for South Carolina and how, how Spencer Rattler was better 40 years ago. That shit's going to happen. What are you Probably talking true. about? I mean, right, Rattler's, what do you got I mean, Rattler's, Rattler's better. 
Well, mainly what I wanted to come in and talk about is just about the Florida game, obviously. Um, one key thing that stood out to me is I just don't think we're using our personnel very well at this point. No. Nicholas Harbor goes out there for one play, gets 50 yards, and then you don't see any of the game. He ran a couple of routes on other plays, too. He just they didn't target him. Yeah, I mean, it, I just don't know why we don't make a concerted effort to, you know, get these people the ball, especially if we're going to play them anyways. Um, if you're going to redshirt him, redshirt him. If you're using one of his four games, then put him out there and see what he can do. Um, you know, I don't know. I thought we looked good. Our defense obviously looked like shit. Um, I think that can be solved. Um, I knew this year was going to be kind of a wash. I think next year we'll be good, though. I don't know. what. I mean, Rob, what do you think about Clemson next year, by the way? Because I don't really hear many people talking about the future for y'all. So – I think that next season the Clemson defense is going to be is going to go through a transition because they're losing a ton of guys. Um, offensively, I I personally think that um, the OC is going to go somewhere else. I think he's he's I think Dabo's meddling in the play calling, and I I don't I think he's going to jump on a job and go somewhere else. I think they're going to bring back um, Jeff Scott. And then go from there. Um, but as far as next season, I, I honestly don't know. I, I know that there's going to be uh, there's gonna be a lot of questions. I mean, we're, we've still got six teams left this season. But, you know, from the outside looking in, they bring in talent. Um, they're not going to have their linebackers that they have this season. Uh, Kaba's probably gone too. So, yeah, the defense is going to have some issues next season. Next next year could be the year Clemson drops maybe an eight win team if um if they lose all these guys a lot of it doesn't pan out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, um, I know you know Carolina fans are kind of pissed off about what they're seeing right now, but I don't think any of us really went into the season expecting you know anything more than eight wins tops. So you had you look, had some people out there saying ten and two, nine and three. I mean, I, I don't know where they were coming up with this shit. I really well, don't. yeah, they're just being delusional. I mean, if you know the game, uh, you know we were we lost a lot of key pieces last year. Um, you know we had a lot returning and so, but a lot of questions that needed to be answered. This is really a team that's set up for uh for what's his face to take over. Um. Oh, his name's slipping me. We were just talking about him. But Lenoris, I think this is really a team set for Lenoris to take over and shine. Uh, you'll have Dontavious Braswell coming. I, I'd imagine they're just red-shirting him. Uh, I can't imagine any other reason he hadn't played all year. Uh, I don't. Does Mario Anderson have another year of – does he have a COVID year or anything? He like? does. He yeah, should. But he might be back next year. That'd be good. Um, I, I just think, like I said, the people who are saying Beamers are on the hot seat, um, there's people who they, they didn't have any sort of realistic expectation for this year. Um, I'm, I'm sick and tired of the whole notion that you have to win within the first four years of being hired. I mean, I get it's a results game, but you got to give these times, these 
coaches time to build. Um, it's ridiculous the time frame they're given these days to perform, especially when you're taking over, you know, South Carolina, who I think what they win two or three games when he took over that coach. Two. I think it was two. So, I mean, yeah, you just got to be patient. And I, I mean, clearly, the, uh, I, I think y'all agree the program's trending in the right direction as far as recruiting and just, you know, an overall outlook, good play style. You just got to, you know, few up the few up the staff. But I hope y'all have a good day. Have a good day. All right, Thanks, sir. Take Thanks, care. Sir. Hi, Daddy. Uh, someone wants to know if he believes in electricity. That's funny. Larry with a comment well, from Facebook. Enough money to pay the pay the phone bill and the electricity bill. So people talk a lot of trash about the Mizzou coach. He got his team bowl eligible already. We're sitting here trying to find out how to get the four wins in these last six games. So we can go to the Lay's Potato Chip Bowl. Mm. Yeah, I mean, to his credit, I mean, he's right. I mean, he has – I mean, he's beaten the teams that he should beat. Uh, or that <clears throat> he's, he's won the winnable games on the schedule. He, they've right. won their winnable games, um, which I've always preached. Why can't we win all the games that are winnable? He's won the winnable games. You know, now we got to see. His, his schedule's going to toughen up a little bit come down the home stretch. Um, he's got Tennessee at home. I think he's got Florida at home. He's got to go to Georgia. So we'll see what we'll see what they got. I mean, uh, out of the West, who they – oh, uh, they got Arkansas. Again, so, yeah, that's a – I don't know. And, and, and there again with Arkansas, I mean, that's a that's a tough team that – I mean, their, their record, I don't think – I think doesn't really do them justice as to what they actually got uh, as far as a team there. You know, they played close games against Alabama, close games against LSU, dropped them. So we'll see. Look, I, I can make the argument that South Carolina's schedule is front loaded, and then it, it it the backside of it is easier than the front because when you look at the, the the games that you've got here, I mean, Missouri is Missouri. Yes, they're what five and one, six and one, whatever it is they are. Uh, Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt. I don't know how good Texas A and M is. I'm just saying the back half of the schedule looks a lot easier than the front end. I was a lot. I was a lot more concerned about Texas A and M after they. Uh, who was it? They uh, they they beat up on Arkansas a little bit, and I was like, oh, I mean, this might be a problem, and then. You know, the Alabama game, they were, you know, they, I don't know. I mean, that was a close game, but, you know, Alabama hasn't looked all that impressive to me this year. And, and yesterday, I, I had their game against Tennessee down here um, on the other TV when I was live streaming the Gamecocks game. And, and I mean, both of those teams just looked like, you know, my, my classic term, them and Tennessee, just like a wet fart ball game. I mean, it really was. Now, maybe they went. You know, we didn't play a well, – Tennessee didn't like a wet fart against us, but they certainly did against a and I, I think that team dirties the game up a little bit, kind of, kind of you know, puts it puts into kind of a, a bog there. But, you know, I thought we were going to see a team, you know, uh, you know, I think averaging 40 points a game or something um, with this Bobby Petrino experiment. It just hadn't really worked that way. I mean, to that point, their quarterback's hurt too, so – 
We'll have to see how that all shakes out. Um, let me see here. Jackpot, want to go over the games that we've got for this coming week? Yes. I'll spit them out here for you. We got uh, Penn State and Ohio State, <clears throat> um, Tennessee and Alabama, Duke and Florida State. I can't believe we got a Florida State game. I mean, a Duke game on the schedule here. Yeah, we Utah and, and Southern Cal. Old Piss and Auburn, Georgia Tech at Boston College, Air Force and Navy, um, Minnesota and Iowa, Clemson and Miami, South Carolina and Mizzou, and the shitter this week, Jackpot, is who? Uh, we have Charlotte, Charlotte going on the road at 1-5 to take on 1-5 East Carolina. Wow, the shitter gets better every week. The pirates, the pirates have really the pirates. fallen. They they've fallen on some hard times, I would say. They have since uh, Coach Ruffin left. They've been the shits. They really, really have. So well, no, I mean, well, Mike Houston had them kind of trending up. I mean, they made a bowl game. I mean, they now they're. I mean, whew, one and five start, not good. Um. Well, yeah, they lost I mean, that quarterback, who was yeah that quarterback had been there for several years, um, and they just uh, they're pretty rough. Yeah, good game there for the shitter, jackpot. All right, updated standings for the Callaways uh, Pick'em Challenge will be up here shortly. Um, what was I going to say? Don't forget live show coming up the day after Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you folks can show up. We've got some uh, some pretty cool stuff we've got there. Big Barney Ross sent us bourbon from his private collection. So we got like a bottle of Eagle Rare, a bottle of Weller, and a bottle of uh, Blanton's that we're going to uh, kind of auction off. We're going to do something with Blanton. it. So we got the Blanton. Blanton's. Fancy. Yeah, it's very fancy. Um, <clears throat> we've also got well, a well, – um, well, Yeah, it is. Um, we've also got LaVon Kirkland is signing a football for us, working on getting some other things that we're going to have. And jackpot, I have, uh, I'm going to go over with you, uh, here, something that, um, I want to announce later on. We'll get into that, but it's going to be a very interesting thing I want to put up at the live show. So we'll, we'll talk about that and then, uh, make the announcement on that on, on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, appreciate you guys. Go ahead. What you got? I'm gonna start looking for some uh, some places. I'm I'm still looking forward to this uh, trip to Mizzou, even though you know I I don't know <coughs> uh, the likelihood that we win it is not great, but um, it, it still should be a good trip. Um, and that next Friday night, this coming Friday night, I guess it'd be five days from now. Uh, I'll be spending the night uh, in a city. Uh, known as Mount Vernon, Illinois. Uh, oh yeah. Do you know where that is? I've been to Mount Vernon, Illinois. It's Have you really? I have. When I was in the Coast Guard, I was stationed up in uh actually I lived in Hamilton, Illinois, which was right across the Mississippi River from Keokuk, Iowa, and so I've been all over the state of Illinois. So make sure you pack something uh warm, Jackpot. It might be cold up there. It says it's going to be 70 degrees. Oh, okay. Well, hell. Well, so uh, what, what, what is the, the uh, you know, I, of all places, I've never been to Illinois before. So Really? Never been in the state at all? No, I've never been there. So what, what, um, 
Is this an exciting place or is it pretty damn boring? Uh, Mount Vernon is farmland all around. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 not like it's you know. <laughs> I mean, it's not something that you write home about. I was, it's uh, you know, yeah. That's what I remember. They they're big on like the railroad up there. They were a big deal as far as producing railroad cars. So there's that. That's basically okay. what you. Yeah. You'll see a lot of railroad shit. I remember that now. But yeah, it's, you know, I mean, you're taking your son with you, right? You and your son are going together? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it'll be all right. You, you should have some fun up there. Uh, Bo Hunting says he didn't know I was in the Coast Guard. Yeah, my friends joke with me about it and say I joined the Coast Guard because I didn't want to join the Navy because I couldn't swim, which is kind of <laughs> So there's that. Tomorrow, bud. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, we got to figure out, uh, you, you should tell us some of the places you stopped jackpot. That'd be kind of cool. You're driving yeah, up, right? Gonna, yeah. I'm going to try to do yeah, some kind of a, uh, road like a travel blog. Blog? Yeah. Travel blog. Right, when are you leaving? Friday morning. Yeah. So, and then you're going to drive to Mount Vernon Friday night and then yeah. drive up through the rest of the next day. Drive the rest of the next day, and then we're gonna come home on uh, <clears throat> on Saturday night. I, I'm planning on I'm planning on just coming home, planning on coming, just driving all night. My taking turns, taking turns with my son driving home because uh, we, I'm I'm supposed to go to Florida on Friday on Sunday. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, that's we'll gonna be a lot of that's gonna be a lot of them driving. Yeah, well, hopefully your Gamecocks can pull out a win. That way it's not driving for nothing. Yeah, no doubt. No shit on that. All right, well, anyway, uh, standings will be up for the Callaway's Pickup Challenge. Uh, we appreciate everyone that uh, that's joined the show. Paul says you should make some more cooking videos. Jackpot puts all kind of cool shit out there. I, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, you know, I haven't done a cooking video in a long time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Shamecock Sporty. You can message me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good on Twitter. Just send me a message there, and um, or or drop your Twitter handle over there in the comment section, and we'll uh, we'll put your YouTube channel up in our next thing. That way, folks can follow you. All right, appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you later on. Bye bye. All right. <clears throat>